This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little lady fingers. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another show. I have some exciting news. So Gary and I are going to change it up. We have been splitting the long episodes lately and doing the first part on Monday and the second part on Thursday, but we are experimenting and putting out the whole guest episode on Monday, and then on Thursday, we're putting out what I have been referring to, but which is not going to be the actual title, More New Best Friend, and what it just means is it'll be me and Gary, and you guys will be answering your Twitter questions, we'll be doing fan phone call, we'll be doing iTunes comment of the week, perhaps we'll even be doing Topic Sombrero, and for the lovers of the hat, there is a Topic Sombrero in this episode you're about to hear right now, get excited for that. Um, but yeah, we're going to, you know, the stuff that has been at the beginning of the show, like all this jibber jabber right here, which is right here is going to be on Thursday. I would encourage you to listen to Monday and Thursday multiple times. Listen to one of those every day of the week. That would be a good idea. Gary, do you need to chime in? No, I, I think this is a great plan. I think it's going to be good for everyone. And I think that you should definitely continue to listen to the Thursdays because if you don't, probably you're some kind of idiot. Yeah, you're going to miss out on fan phone call that's and all right. kinds of stuff that's, that's awesome. And I have a growing list of people that I want to give a thank you or a shout out to because all sorts of people have been sending me all sorts of great information uh, for weddings and dogs and mostly weddings and dogs. And everything like that. So I just want to say thanks to all of them, which I'm going to do on Thursday, although this was just a preview of the thanks, but it wasn't very specific. Um, I also have some exciting news for one person out there. It was exciting news for everyone. Not really for me, but particularly for one of you, because I've been saying we're going to give away an iPad from our good friends over at GoToMeeting. And the iPad will be going to J.C. Campos. His tweet said... Uh, so the question was, if you could host a go-to-meeting from anywhere, where would it be and why? He said, a place that had a fireworks show because fireworks make me happy and I would want to make others happy. So he can have this iPad. He gets to have my iPad, the one that was never mine but that I wanted to be mine, and he can go to fireworks shows and have go-to-meetings there. And by the way, I want you guys to know, and this is a very self-serving comment, I don't even enjoy fireworks. Sometimes I find them a little bit loud and scary. I'm like a dog that way. I whimper and piss myself. But I like the idea of someone finding something that makes him happy or her. In this case, it's a him. uh, And then getting into that and then wanting to share it with other people. I feel like here's where it gets super um, lofty and a little bit almost masturbatory in terms of look at me talking about me and my philosophy in quotes. Um, I just the whole idea of this thing makes me happy and I want to share it with other people and make them happy. I feel like that's very much what this show is about. That whole thing was so complimentary to myself. But anyway, uh, congratulations. Enjoy your iPad. I need to tell you guys a little bit more about GoToMeeting. Gary and I love this. Let's say you need to get together with your coworkers because you're working on a project or just, I mean, there's a million reasons you could get, would need to get together with your coworkers. Instead of hauling your buns all the way into the office, which who knows where that is? I mean, you know where that is because it's your office, presumably, but I don't know. I'm just saying it could be far from wherever you are. It could be far from your home. It could be far from the hammock, which you are currently lazing about in. It could be far from the linoleum floor that you're kneeling on if you're trying to train your puppy to to, to go down. Um, 
not in the way that sounds, but because I'm trying to... Anyway, there's a lot of kneeling happening is what I'm saying. And I can't get off my knees to go into the office. That sounds terrible. You know what I'm saying, I hope. There's a better way to meet with your coworkers. It's so much more convenient and effective, and that is go to meeting. You can meet online with your desktop computer, your laptop, your iPad, your phone. You can host a meeting on your iPad even, like the one that we are giving to lucky JC Campos. And you can see each other in crystal clear HD quality. You can hear each other, of course. And you can collaborate on documents. You can share your screen. It's amazing what you can get accomplished when all of you guys get together on GoToMeeting. And it's super convenient. And it works. We love GoToMeeting. Gary and I use it. And then I always feel a little bit lonely afterwards because I'm that kind of person. Someone who's a little bit sad. Try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button and use the promo code Allison. Remember the promo code Allison, because that's me. I'm Allison, and I love you guys. All right, here, I must say, feels a little bit weird to not do all the other awesome, I think awesome stuff that we normally do here, but it'll just make it more awesomer on Thursday when you get to hear all of it, plus... I will be taking some Twitter questions, so get those ready. And if your questions are, why do I look so pale lately? Keep it to yourself. What is up? Uh Uh-oh. This feels like a tiny... No, I I already did a Hey, Go Fuck Yourself about this on last week's show, but I'm getting so many comments lately, including this one, which I love. That's one pasty Jew broad from someone who's clearly a fan on YouTube. Um, Have I become significantly more pale lately? I do not understand. I haven't been doing anything different. I haven't been not going into the sun more than I wasn't going before. I have started wearing darker lipstick, though, and I'm using a slightly different eyeliner. Could that be what it is? I don't know. All of a sudden, is everyone more tan? Because I have not changed anything, but lately... People, including David Allen Greer and Jay Moore, but they did, they did it in a gentle and nice way. They just suggested that I should go in the sun more. Uh, but some people are doing it in a shitty way. So I don't know. Perhaps I'm becoming one of the undead. But here's the thing. I used to try to get a tan. I used to lay out and whatnot, and I would get freckles and... And sometimes even a burn. Um, and then I just realized I don't even think I look good with a tan. And it's not good for you. So if you have a comment about how pale I look, I don't want to hear it unless it's a compliment. And then, yes, I would like to hear it. Anyway, in this episode, you'll hear Jordan Morris. This episode uh, was recorded a little bit of time ago. So you may hear me say that I don't have a pet, but now I do have a pet. I'm a totally different person, but I'm the same except I have a pet. And also, it's actually, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's not ironic. Perhaps it's fortuitous, serendipitous. I don't know what it is. But in this episode, we talk about video games. And right now in my life, just yesterday and today, video games is a thing because Bioshock Infinite just came out. And Daniel is super into Bioshock. Oh, I don't know if he'd say super, but I would say he's pretty into it. And so I, I, I don't ever play games like this, but I wanted to see what all the hoopla was about. So I played it a little bit last night. And uh, then I had crazy nightmares, not related to it, but I don't have nightmares very often. And I don't know if it's related at all because the whole, like my brain just felt overstimulated. So, um, so, but except then today I felt this thing where I was thinking I kind of want to play it again. 
except that we can't both play it and he'll lose his whatever. So it's actually better that I can't because then I can actually do things that I need to do. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a whole, it's a world that many of you are familiar with. We talk, uh, the, my guest is very familiar with it and I am unfamiliar and I have no statement about that other than that's what's going on. Gary, do you play these games? I play video games. I don't play Bioshock though. How come? I don't know. I've played, I've played the first one. I, I don't, I don't play many video games. Yeah. I don't know. I see. I don't know enough to know what it means if someone does play that one or doesn't play that one. Is it? I more... don't think it means anything. But I'm pretty sure that you can create your own profile so that you could play and he won't lose his spot. Really? Yeah. I think even if we don't have a certain something or other card yeah. or a okay. Xboxes have built-in hard drives, even if they're really small. I don't know if this is. An... I think this is a PlayStation. They have bigger hard drives. Really? Yeah. Bastard has been lying to me. I could be wrong. <laughs> well, you could be right, in which case I won't see you for a while. Actually, I will because I don't. I just don't think I'm a video game person. I'm a. I was briefly a Sims on the iPad person, but now I kind of want my Sims to die because they're just they're like leeches. They're like those friends that you got to cut out of your life. Like they're they're giving very little back. Okay, you guys, I love you, and here is the episode with Jordan Morris. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her the good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way he puts pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hey everyone, hi, hello, it's me, Allison, and welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. My guest today is Jordan Morris from Jordan Jesse Go, comic writer, guy from Fuel TV. All that. All of that. Guy yeah. in a web series called Game Shop. I am, that's true. Now, what is Game Shop? Uh, Game Shop is, uh, it's for one of these um, premium YouTube channels, so it's... Um, uh, it is only on YouTube, um, and it's uh, kind of bankrolled by the IGN website. Oh yeah, that's uh, for nerds. A, yeah, uh, for I, nerds. I, you know, you know what though? You know yeah. who does not like to be called a nerd? Hmm. A nerd. In yeah. fact, I have sometimes I'll have a problem um, or a question, and yeah. so I'll take to Twitter and I'll say, "Nerds, like, could you help me figure out um, how to turn my computer on?" Not that stupid, really, but something <laughs> on that order, you know. And right. then I'll get these like, "I would have told you, but you called me a nerd." Kind of responses. You know what? And I think that's a good litmus test because these days, you know, it's 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 become quite quite fashionable to call yourself a nerd. Yeah. I mean, kind of, you know, look right. at look at every you know beautiful like actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say more. A better example might be you know every beautiful actress at every press junket is like, oh, I'm such a nerd. Yeah. I just love to watch movies and read Harry Potter. You know, <laughs> um, but I think an actual nerd does get miffed from being called a nerd. And I think you can I think someone who is maybe a fair weather nerd. Oh my god, you're is all right. about it. You're right. Yeah. So if a true nerd doesn't want to be called a nerd, but someone who does want to be called a nerd is a poser. Well, I mean, I wouldn't go that I would. I far. did. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do think that that actual with, with actual nerdery comes a little bit of like lack of self-awareness, mm -hmm. like severe nerdery has a lack of self-awareness and right. it is someone who would be – who you, who you calling a nerd? Yeah. Well, what do they think Doctor they are? Doctor Who is cool. 
you okay. know, it's someone who right. who doesn't realize that it's yeah, you know, right. a little zero self awareness sure. actually. So yeah. now, what what were you growing up? Um, boy, I I mean I. I well, I mean, I can maybe I'm maybe going to backtrack a little bit and Please. say that there's a sliding scale of nerdery a nerd and spectrum. the uh, yeah, there's a nerd spectrum. Uh, probably lines up pretty closely with the autism spectrum, <laughs> coincidentally enough. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think on a sliding nerd scale, I was maybe uh, you know a ten being Rain Man and you know one being um, who's the guy from Drive. Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling, one yeah, one being Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. and ten being uh, Rain Man, the character. I was maybe a you know five, five or a six. Oh, you're putting yourself right smack dab in the middle. Yeah, which actually just means a- exactly average. Sure. Is that what you were? I, I maybe <laughs> maybe six. Let's go six. Okay. Yeah. So you're a little but, more nerdy than the average. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, you know, I definitely kind of look the part. I mm-hmm. think I, I'm definitely kind of a dumpy white guy with curly hair, a bunch of curly hair. I mean, I wouldn't describe you that way, but oh, th- well, that's nice of you. Yeah. But uh, you know, casting directors would. <laughs> <laughs> Is that those um, the roles you go out for? Dumpy white guy. Oh, with totally. Curly hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm. I'm the. Uh, I'm like a lot. I get a lot of stoner auditions uh-huh. and a lot of like, um, you know unwanted guy at a bar who's flirting with the main le- female lead. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, now, do you get these jobs or do you just audition for them? Because, okay, I have to tell you, sure. I often will mention jobs that I don't get yeah. on the show, but deep down I'm thinking, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this. Like, I feel like I've heard tell of people who um, will never, they'll never talk about auditions they don't get, so you just think that they have this amazing batting average. <laughs> right. But uh, I'm more of the let it all hang out variety. Yeah. Um, well, me too. Uh, and I and I am perfectly fine saying that I do not have a lot of success auditioning for things. Mm-hmm. I've, I've definitely had had some luck, but I'm I'm uh, yeah. I've I've booked one commercial and I was cut out of it. What was it for? Uh, I was for Bing. Oh yeah. It's the one where um, people are so crazy about Bing that they destroy a grocery store. I haven't seen that one, but <laughs> sounds plausible. Yeah. Anyways, I am one of the guys destroying the grocery store, mm-hmm. but I got cut out. So but did you I didn't get, get paid. I got paid for the day, but I didn't get those sweet residues. <laughs> That's what I call residuals. <laughs> of course, residues. You don't have I'm time in showbiz. To... No <laughs> residuals. Um, so yeah, those are the kind of roles that I go out for. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's so funny. The casting notices for that kind of character can be so cruel. You know, like a you know your manager will. I'm saying you know, like the whole audience is in showbiz. Oh, no, for they you are. Guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> this is an insight. This is like variety. Yeah, yeah, This exactly. is like the this variety is, of it's podcasts. It's a podcast. It's a trade podcast. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, uh, to all the agents and managers out <laughs> there, you know, mm-hmm. those breakdowns you're always sending your clients. It's this little description of the character and the kind of actor they want for for the role. And it's all like, should be a fat slob who no one would want to have sex with. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, that's me. I'm ex- I, should I be excited about this? Yeah. This is me to a T. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever feel insulted should. when they pass it along to you? Sure, they can't smell you on TV, but the audience should always suspect he just farted. <laughs> you know. Um, oh, sorry. You asked a question, and then I just made a joke. Wh- yeah. What was your question? I have no idea. That's okay. Um, mm, it's what? emotionally taxing. Yes. No. What was my? I think I was saying. Was I saying? Are you? Was this when you said you're going to backtrack a little? Oh, I was. I was kind of backing up on my nerd comment to allow for a nerd spectrum. Yeah, and I was asking what you and were. I was maybe a 6. Maybe 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 6.5, I would say. Uh, I guess wow, my you're getting nerdier by this I guess every my, time you revisit. I guess my nerdy things would be like being super into video games, being a little bit of a video game encyclopedia, you know, a little bit of a comedy nerd. 
Um, but, you know, certainly not someone who, you know, learned Japanese so I could play Final Fantasy games before they came out in America. Right. So, you know, I, I definitely don't want to uh, – I don't want to posture, but, you know, I have some nerdy qualities. Okay. Yeah. Do you still play video games? I do. Um, do you play Portal? Uh, I have played Portal, yeah. I cannot – understand that game yeah. it's okay so my boyfriend introduced this game sure. to me as good couples game i've been told that it's i'm like, sure okay yeah he introduced it to me as i think you'd really like this game it's not one of those classically um masculine <clears throat> games that wouldn't appeal to me at all yeah, or whatever. like it's, whatever it's he kinda, thinks it's i would be into funny it's a little brainy it's got you know maybe a little bit of heart to it these Evidently, are the, these i are hate the... all those things <laughs> Because we tried to play. Here's the thing. That game requires. An so you also underst- hate Judd Apatow movies. But I like those. Okay. Here's the thing. This ge- that game requires an, a pretty decent or at least not awful sense of spatial relations. Sure. Which is it's kind of a puzzle game. It's yeah. like a, it's like it, it it looks like a Call of Duty or a Halo, but it's really a puzzle game. You have to shoot these little portals. Anyway, sorry. I can't make it work. I can't make it make sense. It's like you know those three D those three D. <clears throat> hologram things where you have to like sort of unfocus your eyes to see oh, the Oh yeah, image. magic eye posters. Yes. Well, I can do those. Okay. But I imagine there's someone standing in front of them, like the person who can't um, roll their tongue or yeah. whatever, who's like, I just can't see it. I can't see it. That's me looking at Portal because right. I can't, I cannot figure out where I am and what I'm doing. And then when he and I tried to play together, he's like, just, just hit the, just shoot a blue thing on that thing, thing, and oh my god! Is is, is, is your I, oh. how how big a gamer is your boyfriend? Would you say? I don't know how to measure. Okay, I maybe think that, honestly, I think that he enjoys video games more than he lets on, and sure. he tries to there's hide a little, it. From there's me, a little but bit I'm okay of with it. there's a little bit of. I mean, even with nerd being as chic as it is, like guys are always are still a little bit embarrassed, and I think guys who are lower on the nerd spectrum, mm-hmm. uh, I can remember this one time I brought a girl home. For the first time, and this is maybe right when I moved to L.A., so I was, you know, 23 or 24, and this is the first time of her seeing my apartment, and it was, uh, and you know, so I had some video games out. I had like a video game system connected to the TV, and she's kind of looking around the room, uh, which was pathetic. I will admit that my, <laughs> definitely my first, uh, my first L.A. apartment was, was pretty sad, but the first thing she did was look at the video game console. I think it was a GameCube, a Nintendo GameCube, and just go, so do you jack off with that? <laughs> I don't know. It means one of two things. I've been trying to figure out <laughs> figure it out since it happened. It means either like a I you know you open the the door to put in the disc, but then just slam your dick in there right till you come. Or you know I think that some some women think that you know the sexy characters in video games guys masturbate to like the oh, Lara Crofts. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's I, a more nuanced reading of that comment. Yeah. Or does she mean? Like waste time in a masturbatory fashion. Oh, maybe. Did she mean it figuratively? Maybe, yeah. What maybe. kind of woman was this? Was she a literal or a figurative woman? I mean, I know she existed in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I yeah, mean, yeah. did she tend towards flowery language or was she straightforward? You know, I met her through comedy and she was like an improv comedian. So I would have thought she would be a little more open to kind of those sorts of pursuits. But apparently she was real taken aback by it. Yeah. Interesting. I, I just want to jump in Please, on, on this topic because you guys are talking about video games. Um my favorite, one of my favorite things that Jordan's ever done, and if you haven't seen this, we'll post it on Allison's site, is a, a parody commercial for the service GameFly, which is like Netflix for video games. And uh, I, I won't spoil it so people can go watch it, but it's a, it's a very, very funny 90 second web video. Oh, thanks. I, I really love. Yeah, yeah. 
It is a parody of the uh, Gamefly commercials. <laughs> Sorry, I took a sip of uh, Black Cherry Fresca in case anyone needs to know exactly what I was drinking. And then I was swallowing, as, and then there was going to be silence. So I was frantically waving my hand like, fill time, fill Alpha, time. I was totally prepared to cover. You I didn't know. have to call it out. I was, it was going to be seamless. I did because I... Uh, I'm just that kind of asshole. Go ahead, please. <laughs> Parody. Uh, oh yeah, it's. I mean, I guess. I guess Gary's probably right. It has a very specific turn in it. That's the joke. So I maybe don't want to spoil it. But yeah, it's called Game Wave, and it's a parody of GameFly commercials, which I think probably make gamers look really pathetic. Um, it's like Netflix for video games, and it's these mm-hmm. guys. No, I know that they have been a sponsor before. Oh my. Well, that's okay. I'm sure it's a fine service, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they do a lot for the image of gamers, in, especially in the eyes of women. Anyway. Yeah. Who don't game. Um, right. But, it, you know, I, it, relating to your problem, it's funny. I think that, you know, I think a lot of women do play video games, but there's still this dichotomy. I think it's still a largely male thing. And there's always this push for guys to find that game that will put their girlfriends over the edge. Mm-hmm. And Portal is one that I hear mentioned a lot. But I, I don't know. I think that guys maybe should should not not try that hard. I think if, right. if the girlfriend isn't into it at this point... There's probably not something that's well, going to tip it. There is another one he showed me, which was like Big Crazy World or something. It's like <laughs> a little I big planet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and <laughs> that is how into games I am. Uh, I can I can take your mangling of the title <laughs> and put it together. Okay, this I think was supposed to appeal to me because you can dress up your characters in different mm. outfits, and it's like a puzzle or something. Okay. I should probably tell him. But I'm telling him, hi, Daniel, I'm letting you know via this podcast. I guess I'm just not that into puzzles. Okay. You know what I'm into? What I'm into? into brain teasers and okay. riddles. I love that shit. These seem like puzzles to me. These yeah. These seem I like s- you're getting too specific. <laughs> I suppose. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they are. Like, I like anything like that in the word world. Okay. It gives, like, my, it gives me chills, but in a good way. Okay. So I'm, I, so you maybe just want a, some sort of video Sudoku. No, not oh, puzzles like that, though. Okay. Yeah, it'd have to be. You know, like the one, like, okay, there's two twins, and behind one is a door to freedom, and behind one is a man-eating lion, and, and one twin, oh, you don't know this one? So you want, so sounds like what you want are riddles that your dad tells you to kill time on a road trip. Yes, but so unfortunately want... my dad has exhausted all of his, <laughs> so now I need other people and to tell me And the guy in theirs. the room was Superman. Yeah, yeah, okay. So broken, you want some sort of... Broken ver- glass, water, a dead body. What happened? So you want some sort of virtual road trip where your dad is trying to amuse you. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yes, actually. So maybe, maybe there's an I spy level. Maybe there's yeah, a level... I can, I can do that. Where I he spies, tries okay. to get you into the eagles. <laughs> In this virtual road trip yeah. game. So I guess I'm saying in that sense I like puzzles, but otherwise no. But when I was a kid, I liked, um, you know, Super Mario Brothers and all yeah. those. But <clears throat> these other, these ones that people get lost in, like um, Assassin's Creed sure. or um, um, Like a Skyrim, a Bioshock. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He'll tell me about them. Mm-hmm. I, I've never played those, but he'll tell me. And he, Like there's one that he was explaining where you either can... You can do the sort of immoral thing, or you can choose to be moral when you play. Sure. Which one is that? Is um, that all of them? There's an element of that in Bioshock. There's I, an element maybe, of that in Infamous. I don't know. Like, there's one where you can kill some little kid or something. Yeah, that's Bioshock. Yeah. Sure. Right. And I was thinking, well, what's the big deal? Just kill the kid, you know? But he was explaining that, no, the way it is, like, it, you re- it right. really becomes real. And that's fascinating to me, but okay. I've still never played. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think that there's just... Uh, there's such a gap, you know, it's like 
you know, everybody our age probably had a Nintendo or had a little brother or sister that had a Nintendo or a friend with a Nintendo, and we all played Mario. Maybe we all played Mario Kart, but you know, between then and Duck now, Hunt. Duck Hunt, yeah, so much, so much shit has happened in video yeah. games that it's just so overwhelming when you pick it up, and I think that. You know, God, especially with something like Portal, which is a relatively simple game, but just like <clears> if, <throat> the no, last, it's not. <laughs> if the last thing you played was Mario, yeah, yeah I mean that. That's yeah. Part of it like, is just that not not having that visual literacy to be able to look at the split screen and realize, okay, we're both in the same place, but I'm seeing it from my point of view and right. he's seeing it from his. Because I just look and I'm like, it's just it's every time I hit something, I see a new thing. Am I is this up or down? What's going on? Sure, and I think that the the probably the main mechanic that seems to you know fuck up that you know latent gamer is there's one joystick that controls where you look and one that controls the camera, and that idea yeah. is is you know one that we had to get used to over time as gamers. But you know, like mm-hmm. the idea that. You your guy looks one way and this omniscient camera looks another way. Well, plus it's, there's eight buttons on the controller now aside absolutely. from those two joysticks. Sure. And you know Mario, it was one directional pad and well, two buttons. Well, I mean, and plus you have to be jacking off with one hand the whole time, right? Exactly. Which I mean, is hard for me. So tough. But, so really, it's a one-handed exercise. But yeah, you're right. When you are looking at the screen and you see the little figure. I keep wanting to think that's me because I'm used to mm-hmm. uh, Mario Brothers where you see yourself on the screen. But actually in Portal, that's the other character that you're seeing. Can I – Can I? at what point in your dating of your boyfriend did you see the video game console and what did you think? Um, I – Like did he, did he cover it up for the first few times that you came over? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember it being out. I mm-hmm. think it was there. But okay. – it wasn't until kind of it wasn't until a while into we had been dating for a while when i when i came over and it was like oh the video game thing is out and the screen is paused sure. and there's like a beer or a whiskey sitting there <laughs> right. and lotion and tissues i'm just kidding <laughs> right of course neither of those but um yeah and then i i realized oh you enjoy this you don't have to feel like you can't do this in front of me. But you know what? I mean, I think I think for guys, there is that embarrassment still exists. I mean, it is a little bit like peeing with the door open mm-hmm. or, you know, watch, you know, having someone watch you put on deodorant. Like it is just like it's a little embarrassing that yeah. stick with as cool as nerdery has become. There's still a little bit of a stigma. Now, my boyfriend and I still close the doors when we pee, but I feel like that one's going to go pretty That should soon. just never – really? I don't know. I, I'm, you, I, think it should, you think you should always have the door closed? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, I mean I'm no long-term relationship expert. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably not a person you should come to for relationship advice. But yeah, I think try and keep that door closed as long as you can. I would but, say 10 years least, into the marriage. At least on TV, the couples are usually both in the bathroom at the same time. you got to yeah. figure someone's doing something. Sure. Well, you know what though? They probably on 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 TV they probably have houses where they have that kind of bathroom where the like, the toilet is in its own little stall, but they have the dressing area with the sinks and stuff. You well, know? I mean also like TV characters don't poop or pee typically. Unless you're talking you're right. about like an HBO situation. Yeah. You're right. I, mean, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. I don't know. Yeah, so I think it's just a non-issue for TV characters. Mm-hmm. You know? Have you ever lived with a girlfriend? Uh, I I I did, but it was kind of a dodgy situation in that. Um, and I boy, it's something I don't want to get too personal on, but it was a little bit of a dodgy situation because um, 
it, it was we didn't really agree to it. It was one of those where who, who she, uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, what's worth? Yeah, she she was having kind of a hard time and needed a hand, and the um and the kind of two weeks turned into a couple of months, and then it got mm-hmm. weird. So then you broke up. Uh, yeah, because, so because you felt like um leave please. Uh, that was a big that was a big part of why why I got um. That was a big part of like kind of why I bailed on the relationship mm-hmm. was that I, you know, that to me seemed like um, like an abuse of my trust. Yeah. Um, but but in in all fairness to her, I I kind of acted like a jackass too. So I think we were both just assholing at each other after a certain point. So mm-hmm. I do think that that's probably hard though, having someone just arrive in your space and stay. It was tough. It was really tough. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a shitty situation and nothing, you know, nothing. Could have made it a not shitty situation, but I think I, you know, I think we both probably acted maximum shitty. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways. And are you dating anyone now? Um, I am dating uh, again. Something I got. I don't. I don't love talking about it too you much. Don't. I, yeah. I know. Am I a I, bad I, podcast guest? It's hard for guest? me to tell that from how deeply uncomfortable you appear right now. No, no. You know, it's just so weird. It's like as a as a as a single guy who dates. Yeah. Um, I guess it's I don't. Hard. I, I know when it, when it's not. Uh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, no. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's. Um, you know, it's like I want to be kind of, uh, you know, mysterious. open on the. Po- yeah, I want to be mysterious. Right. Um. No, you kind of want to be open and like chat podcasts like this, but it's like you don't want someone thinking that when you take them out for a drink, it's going to be on the internet the next day. Oh, I. See. You know, so I kind of have a little bit of a policy, like unless I've unless I've sat down and hashed it out with someone saying like. Hey, just so you know, you know, I would like to talk about this on the podcast right. and I should hope that like married couples and couples that live together have had a similar conversation. Mm-hmm. Just I so I kind of, you know, like to keep the dating stuff mm. uh, a non topic until okay. I've had a conversation like that. that Am seems I a shitty fair. guest? No, no. I mean maybe, but I'm just okay. kidding. No, not at all. It's fine. There's plenty of other things we can talk about. Sure. Um I will talk about any childhood molestation you would like. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I will make up some <laughs> well, childhood now, molestations now up. that never happen. But wait, have you had that thing, though, with um, people that are around you where they say, now I don't want to hear about this on the podcast? Like, do, are people around you constantly worried that you're going to reveal things on the podcast? Well, you know, it's funny. I kind of had to initiate that policy because um, – when we first started doing the podcast, Jesse and I do Jordan Jesse Go, and before that, we did it as a college radio show. So you know, when I've, you guys were at UC Santa Cruz, when we yes. were at UC Santa Cruz, and my initial reaction was just to talk about everything, you know, including dating and stuff like that. And I, it, I feel like it got me yelled at more than it got me um, not yelled at. <laughs> so it seemed to me, it just yeah, it's a, a, like a weird. Yeah, just it seemed to me just like, oh, don't talk about this unless you've run it by the person first. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you even do that with friends. Like if I want to tell a story about a, a friend, I try and run it by him first. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good policy. Yeah, um, maybe I should uh, put that one. Into did practice, you? But did I don't you know. and your and your boyfriend have some sort of discussion, discussion like of that? Of yes. Like, yeah, actually, my kind of my life is part of my work, so you'll be a part of that work now. Um, I never said anything that um like. Haughty, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but although maybe, now that you say it, I just think, oh, that would have been a good way to say it. Um, but no, we did, and early on, it was he's he's a very private person, mm-hmm. and isn't 
you know, like he, like I've been like, if you ever want to be a guest on the podcast, you oh, can, funny. you know. And he has not. He's he's like, eh, he's not maybe, a he's but, not a performer. He's not a n- no. Okay. Well, no. Although when he was younger, he was, but um, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. He's just more comfortable, sure. uh, you know, t- taking his time to figure out what he wants to say as opposed to to just blabbing mm-hmm. into a microphone. Uh, so, so early on, it was that he didn't want to be finding out things that I had like he he wanted me to tell him stuff as opposed to discovering things on the podcast which yeah. is funny cuz I just t- <laughs> earlier I just joked that I was telling <laughs> something on the podcast that's how he initially put it and I thought okay understand and then I got like very stuck in the weeds on that one where I was worried all the time that I was going against that and I didn't understand it da, da, da. and then it just now it's just sort of turned into um I trust you and you can say whatever you want. Oh, cool. You know, and like I mean, I'm sure there's certain things that I I would know that he wouldn't want me to say, but just because it's like things that, you know, he wouldn't want me to say mean things about him on the air or something. But I I don't feel mean things about him, so I wouldn't say that. You right. Know? So I understand that. I mean, yeah. I yeah. mean, I think what he didn't want was to find out that I like if I'm upset about. So if he and I are having a disagreement for me to talk about that on the air before I've talked about it with him or something. But sure. like these things, they were sort of – he didn't know me that well. It was early on. He didn't know me that well at the time anyway and there are things that wouldn't really come up anyway. But something I have realized is if I say something and I worry about how he'll react when he hears it, oftentimes I'll try to preempt it by telling him. Sure. And then when he listens, it's never as bad as he thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, just headed off at the pass. But I think that I actually – I think it's almost worse for him when I do that because he gets all nervous till he hears it, whereas just letting him listen. Like there's been very few things where he said to me, I heard something you said and this bothered me, as mm-hmm. opposed to when I tell him something and then it's like, oh, God, is it going to be bad? And then he listens and it wasn't bad. So, um, yeah. Okay. So I think that I uh, make it worse <laughs> by overthinking. Yeah, no, it is, it is so funny, like, talking to, like, a stand-up about, well, how much of your relationship do you bring to your act? And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you can you can riff on stage, but it's like you kind of have to plan out a joke. But with this, you know, this thing that we do, which is becoming increasingly more, you know, more and more common, it's right. like you do kind of just have to riff on your life. And it is weird, like, where to draw the line. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so before we we started, we you were saying that you feel more comfortable just gabbing than talking about specific projects. Sure. And I want to talk about that because I can relate to that so much. I've realized in interviews that I do and podcasts and things like that, like I would just so much rather just chat about whatever than yeah. uh, give the whole. So who are you? How'd you get here? Where'd you come from? What do you do? Thing. And yet I know that when I interview people, I sort of want them to bring me up to speed on who they are and I tend so I I ask people questions that I myself wouldn't want to answer okay I don't know interesting yeah no it's funny I mean I I mean I guess if someone was a huge fan of something that I did and they'd been thinking about it for a while like I would be happy to field questions but yeah I think on an, on on shows like this I'm I'm happy to just happy to just gab mm-hmm. although not about the things I don't want to talk about no, not about hap- the pre-established <laughs> lines that I've drawn for myself <laughs> exactly. then I will shoot you down well let's talk a little bit about Orange County because Why you're from we? there I'm from there and Gary's from there hey how about this what if we just stopped the gabbing for the rest of the show and just sung the hits of Social Distortion. <laughs> and Cadillac Tramps. Oh, and Cadillac Tramps. <laughs> and o- Offspring? 
they um, from Orange County? They are. Yeah, I think are they from yeah. Orange County? Yeah, well, they sound they, like they're from Orange County. I mean, County. Dexter lives there now for sure. Right. His kid goes to Sage. Check it and out. And Sugar Ray, who Sugar used Ray? to be called yeah. Shrinky Dinks. <laughs> Check it out. That's yeah. a, you knew so, Sugar Ray before right. they were Sugar Ray. Institutional knowledge. Yeah, yeah, they went to Corona del Mar. Check it out. Which is uh, where where Gary and I uh, hail from. Go seaweeds. That's right. That's, Except that that's I was the only high. yeah okay. So there's seventh through twelfth there. And seventh and eighth, they're called seaweeds, and and you know the high school part is called sea kings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, cool. what were you guys? No, it's not. It's really cool, <laughs> cool dude. <laughs> That's the best response to that. Sweet. Uh, sad. Uh, I went to Capo Valley, and we yeah. were the Cougars. Okay. Yeah. Did you like growing up in Orange County? Um, you know, he, here's here's something that I was realizing about growing up in Orange County is that these days, kind of culturally, it's become shorthand for lame suburb. Mm. You know, like. You know, I guess for people who aren't familiar, it's like it's south of L.A. and it's the only like place in California that goes Republican every year. And not that going Republican is lame, but it's kind of (laughs) lame. You know, if you're if you're a place, if you're in a blue state and you're the one pocket that goes Republican. It's a very conservative place. Sure. It's very conservative. You know, a lot of money, but not a lot of culture. Yeah. Uh, Some, but not a ton. Um, More more, I think, than uh, what. More than I was aware of growing up, for sure. Hence, yeah. I'm going to say more than when I was growing up. Sure. Um, but you know what? It did, that None of that occurred to me when I was growing up there. I guess here was my frame of reference was, you know, my um, my family is from the south. Um, Beaumont, Texas, specifically, mm-hmm. is where my relatives were, which is a very tiny kind of factory town. And when we would go to visit them, I would be like, oh, huh, the only place they have to hang out is a Chili's. But we have a Chili's and an Outback, you know, <laughs> so it was. Yeah. So it seemed cool by comparison to that. And I guess I knew that L.A. existed, but, you know, this was kind of in the early 90s when the L.A. riots happened. And yeah. Everyone got shot at a showing of boys <laughs> of boys in the hood. Almost said boys to men. <laughs> Everyone got killed at a to. boys to men concert. Oh my god! Um, they never got to be men. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I mean, I guess when I was a kid, I definitely associated L.A. with danger and gang life, and I really didn't know how far away it was from Orange County. You know who still does? Hmm. Evidently, my parents, because they came oh, no. to our um, our our new place <laughs> for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Which is very in a, like a very safe neighborhood. Yeah, my what, mom what part of town? Uh, in sort of um, like Mid Wilshire area. Okay, um, and my mom was so nervous about how to get there, and I mean, I guess I understand that she didn't want to take the like to drive through a bad area, but sure. even now. The driving through the bad area thing, I don't feel unsafe. Whereas right after the riots, I did feel like yeah. this is probably a bad idea for me to drive. There's certain areas I'm going to avoid. But now I don't really feel like I need to avoid certain areas. Do you? Um, gosh, yeah. I mean, not a, not a ton. I mean, there's, you know, there's like times at night where I'll feel that something is a little bit dodgy or, um, yeah, certain places. But I've, yeah, I mean, uh, knock on wood, I've never had a bad, you know, crime experience. I've never had anything stolen. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some like kind of screamy probably drugged out drag queens on my street sometimes, but mm-hmm. that's about as threatened as I'll ever feel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so definitely, like, I didn't learn that Orange County was, you know, quotation marks, lame until I went to college. And I'm like, oh, maybe maybe it was a little lame. So, yeah, I was I was a pretty happy wow. kid and, and uh, yeah, didn't really realize that other stuff was out there. I was so aware of its lameness. Yeah, no, up. it's funny. I hear you talking about it on yeah. the podcast. What was your frame of reference? Like, what were you looking at and saying, God, I wish Orange, Orange County Parents could be more who like? Parents who are reassuring me that the rest of the world isn't like this. Okay. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah. So now that I say that, I'm realizing, well, my parents didn't feel like they fit in. Yeah. So I think that they probably 
you know, any sort of I don't feel like I fit in uh, vibe that I was giving off or just uh, if I said it actually would have been seen through them, seen by them as an indication that, yeah, this place is fucked, (laughs) even though we chose (laughs) to live here, Um, as opposed to I don't know how other parents, if they who liked the area might have seen it. I mean, it sounds like your parents liked Orange County. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my parents were both from the deep south. So I mean, it it definitely I think to them felt like an escape. You know, Mm -hmm. I think they disliked the deep south and you know it definitely felt like them to them they were moving up and i feel like we always kind of got that enthusiasm as kids right right i mean i think my parents were just always like can you believe these people they (laughs) like this is what they care about and this is what they talk about and they're so so like narrow-minded and shallow and blonde and oh interesting but okay so can i ask a question i'm sorry please your parents are now retired and they don't have any kids right so why do they still why did they settle there in the first place and why are they still there if that's how they feel i mean i'm yeah i'm glad they are because it's fun to see them in irvine and stuff but like i don't and i don't think i don't they don't actively i mean i'm compressing things that they said here and there into a statement it wasn't like we grew i grew up hearing that constantly or anything um we were living in oakland and it started getting pretty rough and i think um my dad just kind of saw the direction that it was going and he had a friend who had just moved down to orange county and who had opened up a practice and was doing well and said that the schools were very safe i have two older half brothers who were living with us at the time and so my dad wanted to like they were kind of getting beat up in school yeah and my dad wanted to find a safe place for them and it was like a very fast move my mom who's from northern california was was very not into the idea of going to Orange County because to her it was this conservative backwards pocket. Oh, but it was – they moved there for the safety. Gotcha. Um, and they just did it quickly. And I think, this, yeah, the safety and yeah, – I've, I've heard it – I heard a term recently that I had never heard before in relationship to Orange County. It's that's the white flight. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's a time when white people white, felt flying. like their urban areas were getting too urban and then moved to Orange County. Yeah. And- I think that just hanging out and voting Republican. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that there was talk of maybe, you know, moving or something at some point. But I don't think they will ever leave that house. Like, oh, I think that, yeah, they're just settled and they're just that's just their life. And I, guess I mean, it, they have friends, yeah. you know, and yeah, I don't think they hate it as much as they I guess, did. I guess all you all you had to say when when the question was posed, why? Why did they complain so much about Orange County? All you had to say was they're from the Bay Area. Yeah, maybe. And, and well, my I mean, dad's and my dad's like from uh, back east. Oh, okay. So yeah, it seems like that Southern California move is real tough on those Bay Area people, and you will hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Gary, what did you think about it growing up? Um, well, I moved there when I was in like sixth grade, so I was. Um, very aware of how ridiculous a lot of it was. <laughs> Where from? Uh, Diamond Bar, which is also kind of you know L.A. Orange County, like yeah, out by yeah. Bray and It's a little more. It's a little more urban. And it's a, a lot. More... You know, it's, it's definitely not nearly as wealthy. Sure. There's a lot. There's people of different colors. There's, <laughs> sure. Um, you know, who are not taking care of the lawns. Right. We should say <laughs> exactly. No, like they're in my class, like yeah. in my elementary school, and like so. Um, it felt very weird to show up in in sixth grade and look around and everyone looked like me and and everyone's parents had a lot of money and drove really nice cars so i i always i mean i was okay with it it was fine because it was it was really safe and and you know there was plenty of stuff to do and the beach was really nice moving from diamond bar and stuff but uh the the ridiculous amounts of money around and then especially when i got into high school the way that 
Um, you would never see a girl in a pair of sweatpants, which was great. I mean, it was like a fashion show. I got to stare at hot chicks <laughs> right, every sure. single day. But I realized how ludicrous that was and how that wasn't the reality of what most people live. So, I mean, if they wore sweatpants, they were cut off at the top of right. the thigh. And they had, you know, Juicy or some, sure. some expensive brand across yeah. the ass. Something that encouraged you to look at the butt. Right, exactly. And it was awesome in that sense. But I, I also never quite felt like it was reality. I, I always felt like I was watching a movie of, I don't know, some somebody's idealized version of a world, not necessarily yeah. mine. Yeah, like, um, oh, crap, what's the name of that? Not She's All That, but there's a movie in Not Can't Buy Me Love. There's some teen movie. I, it Can't been Hardly great. Wait? Yes. Can't Hardly Wait. That's the one with Ethan Embry. No, Ethan Embry. Now you, your mom, just moved out of the, your childhood home. Yes. yes? How, how are you feeling about that? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, we uh, we moved from Beaumont when I was two, so that's basically the only house I've known. And part of me wants to feel emotional about that, but she had a really, really tough time after her, uh, she and my dad got divorced. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she married somebody else and is moving on, that like overwhelming joy is just really... Uh, pushing out any negative feelings I have about the thing. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, no, she. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was tough for her for a while. So I definitely like. Um, you know, I, part of me wants to feel. I mean, I guess I can still feel weepy about my childhood home going away. I guess I should uh, allow myself that. Mm-hmm. But part yeah, of me is just like, give yourself time to grieve. Yay! Thank you for moving out. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and yes, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, and I was definitely worried that you know she would be lonely and stuff like that. So I'm I'm over the moon, and she's married to a real nice guy too. So that she met on eHarmony. Met on eHarmony. I think I may be getting the dating website wrong. It oh. might be Adult Friend Finder. <laughs> I'm sorry. Which is the she? Right. I mean, yeah, she just was browsing the, browsing the dick <laughs> pics. Do you know what Adult Friend Finder is? No. <laughs> but adult I mean, friend finder feels self-explanatory. is the yeah it's it's the it's the uh, quotation marks dating site that pops up when you're looking at porn oh it's the like meet <laughs> meet hot mills that want to fuck in, in enter your city here right <laughs> and or like a pop-up will come of this kind of you know girl clutching her boobs and it's like you know uh she's in Carlsbad. You know, it'll say some city that's real close to <laughs> yeah. you. Anyway, adult friend So finder. you guys both know this because you look at porn? Never. Yes. Never. Oh, sorry, Gary. Well, I, I don't mean to offend you, but I sometimes look at porn. But this is like well, a that's litmus what my Xbox test. is for. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what Halo is for. Yeah. For jerking it. Well, is that, yeah. They don't put the hole in the middle of the disc for fun. Uh, Can your dick fit in that little no. hole? Oh, yeah. Sweet man. You probably you fucking break the disc every time, you animal. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty bucks down the drain. Down the drain. How dare you, sir? That is money well spent. No. So you're you're fine spending sixty bucks every time you need to ejaculate? Uh, you know, it's not ideal, but I'll deal I'll do it. No, you guys are doing good here. You got some mangry of you money. guys fucked a cantaloupe. No. What? I have a friend. What question is that? No. I have never. I have I don't know. never I'm even just, occurred I to me. A, I know. I have a friend who swears or swore. If you're listening, uh, you're a hero. Um, <laughs> you microwave. You you make a hole. Obviously, yeah. You know, like a um, a melangina, mm-hmm. and then you pop <laughs> it, or or a melon anus, depending right. on what you're into. Sure. And then you, you don't want to exclude gay men right. who might be I out felt there like fucking that was very fruit. Close-minded of me, and then you put it in the microwave, not for too long though, because you could hurt yourself. Right, just to soften it up. You don't want to get melon burns on your no. dick. <laughs> and 
and then you go to town. Yeah. Um, this is a thing people do, evidently. Boy, yeah, I never felt compelled as a as a teen or an adult to get like creative with masturbation. I feel like I'm real vanilla when it comes to masturbation. Hmm. Like Do you think one day you'll branch out? Uh I don't I mean if I haven't done it now, aren't my, aren't all my kinks established at this point? I don't know. Maybe yeah. you need to add some sparks into your relationship with you. Maybe maybe I do. Yeah, no, it's funny. I I I sometimes feel like like maybe my my sex drive is too vanilla and I should branch out, but I like want it to be from someone else's request. You know, like I don't want to be the one yeah. to say like let's try this because in all honesty, like I'm not I'm not into it. Right. I so want you're someone... open if someone else is. Yeah, like I feel like I want to go there with like I want someone else to go, oh, "God, can we dress up like like Disney characters? I know. I'm sorry, but I love you and I want to share that with you. <laughs> like it wouldn't do anything for me, but I really want to I really want to do someone else's weird thing. Okay. Anyway. Interesting. But and you just don't have your own weird yeah, things. Yeah, I, I mean I I feel like I feel like the huge uh is 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 what excites me, but I feel like I want to try it before I die, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Anyways. that does make sense. Someone's not in his chair, which but makes yeah. it convenient for and us like not to if, ask him about like the if, way he if, likes to ask. And I guess if someone wanted yeah. to watch me fuck a, a fruit or a gourd <laughs> or a legume, I would, I would do it, but I wouldn't do it on my own. Anyway. Sorry. Is that too much? That was too that much. That was great. See, before I was I'm giving so glad you before said that. I was giving not enough, now I'm giving too much. No, please carry on with that. All anyway. right. So I hope that the person you're dating, if you're dating anyone right now is listening, if she's into watching someone fuck a legume. Yeah. Gary, do you have anything to add? <laughs> yes. Gary, I feel like the, uh, what I feel, would you like to fuck? <laughs> I feel like the cantaloupe is a dangerous fruit to choose because the texture of the outside around the hole is really rough. I know. That was my concern as well when he Guys, mentioned this. But I, that, hence, you got to be careful. You I think can't it's just, just because like, pick at it with a... Elope is in it. And you can feel like you're running off with the cantaloupe oh, to get married. Maybe. And then you fuck it at the in the drive through chapel in Vegas. Yeah. Is that what eloping is? Uh, yeah, um, eloping is not telling anyone and then running off and getting married. Yeah. You know, it makes me think that, like, you'd be safer with a giant grapefruit if that would accommodate you, you know, in terms of the rind. Accommodate. <laughs> Hit up Allison uh, Rosen on Twitter and tell her, what's the best fruit to fuck? No, seriously, let's That's think. Twitter what's attention you're looking fruit? for. I mean, assuming, yeah, I am. It is. Okay. Assuming you don't want to have to poke two holes in it and assuming you're fairly well and dead, what's the right fruit to fuck? That won't have like a jagged rind. It seems like texturally kiwi. Now there's a depth issue there. Yeah. But it seems like the fuzz on it, you oh, know, is right. kind of pubic. Okay. And the, excuse me, um, <laughs> <laughs> seems like seems like the, the kiwi mush is kind of yeah. vaginal. And you, and right, right. You know, you could sort of run a few kiwi up your dick sort yeah, of yeah like i guess you have kebab. to I, yeah you could line them up human centipede style in some way like right. you could affix several kiwi together two or three i think the average guy would probably need yeah i just think i just looking for something bigger <laughs> yeah <laughs> fruit wise <laughs> <laughs> maybe up i mean uh you know autumn's here pumpkins Oh, right. Well, but I feel like you'd have the jagged, jagged yeah, edge situation jagged with that. Situation. And I mean, the seeds. Watermelon? The seeds are still an issue there, but it's a smooth it's smooth Yeah, that, surface rind, on the is, that rind is smooth. Yeah. I think that's probably, that's probably your best bet. Unless you have a really, like, shallow penis, probably the kiwi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if you're, 
if you're longer than the length of a kiwi. Right. Probably watermelon. Only Great. very, very tangentially related. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy watermelon mm. for eating or for anything else, but I just don't like it. Yeah. I, I think you? it's refreshing. P- many people I like, like it. I like to go down to Whole Foods and get the little uh, container of pre cut watermelon. Okay. Yeah. So you're not tempted? To fuck it? Mm-hmm. Is that why you do that? So yeah, you won't be sometimes. tempted to fuck it? That yeah. container is a good depth. I feel like I could <laughs> get one off of there. So uh, we, I'm sorry. But I think what you're saying about yeah. how you're pretty vanilla with your masturbation, I'm right. thinking my friend who, uh, who you know, the, the cantaloupe, is, was really up for anything when it came yeah. to that. So uh, maybe guys fall into two categories. Yeah, I'll stick Vague, in my... Vaguely deviant behavior, guys, and yeah. uh, straight ahead. I'll stick my dick in it. I won't stick my dick in it. Yeah, that'd hmm. be a, that, that sounds like a bad talk show segment. Or a good talk show oh, segment. Oh, yeah, sounds like something they would do on like Jimmy Fallon yeah. with an audience Will he member. Will stick his dick in it? They have a lot of fun with the audience on that show. Yeah, they do. Um, all right, I think it's time for... top. Oh, we didn't tell you about Topic Sombrero. No. You're going to get a quick education in it when we play the song. It's the topic. Feel free to rock topic out. Topic sombrero. Mm-hmm. Understandable to do. Yep. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic. Topic sombrero. Now pick the topic and let's begin. It's the topic sombrero. So, this is where people send in topics. Okay. And there was a point at which we picked them out of a hat, <laughs> but now we just, we're, we're, it's a virtual hat. Hopefully, like. Like the story of Copacabana, which yeah. the song is based on, mm-hmm. this doesn't end in gunplay. No. I can only hope. No, it ends in um, enlightenment. Good. I hope. Dear Allison, in the first part of your recent episode with Christina Pashitsky, you stated that you don't believe in asking guys out because you, quote, don't think it really works in the long run or something to that effect. I found this sentiment interesting and unexpected given my perception of your overall identity and relationship philosophies. Uh, I love that you have a perception of my overall identity and relationship philosophies. Please send that to me. You and Christina quickly moved on to another subject, but I feel like this topic deserves some extra attention, especially given that ARIYMBF is a relationship podcast. Well, it's more than that, but we do talk about relationships, but not on this one. Um, If possible, could you go back to this topic at some point and explain why you don't believe in girls asking out guys? Also, maybe ask Gary what he thinks about the subject. Gary, you are specifically – you're – info was specifically requested and i want to ask jesse um and jordan yeah but just jordan i'll relay it to jesse Sorry, i, l- I look down at my piece of paper that says jordan jesse Understood. go happens more than you'd think i bet it happens all the time yeah. right because you guys both have two syllable j names happens um but i mean look, i can't re- just can... call jordan go so that my brain won't do Good. that i can i can relay the question to him and then we can you know email it in if thanks if that you would, do feel like you want him to weigh this, in that would make this come to life okay no i actually just want you to weigh in please um and i will explain what i okay so i came of age in the time when women can do anything men can mm-hmm. and you don't have to wait and if you like a guy just ask him out like there's you know in the right. old days sure, sure. it was that there was this whole rules of courtship but then it you know when i grew up it was like no you don't have you know if you yeah. like a guy just ask him out a woman with a y what's, not that far oh yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. no whooper daughter do you remember that no what's that, that whooper daughter <laughs> was like the ultimate sounds like an off-brand like hostess snack <laughs> it does Maybe like a yeah, chocolate-covered right. marshmallow or something. chocolate and frosted whooper daughters. Right. Um, I put mine in the freezer. Uh, no, <laughs> it was... You would. It was like the ultimate PC... St- you couldn't say woman yeah. because it has man in it. Mm-hmm. You couldn't say a person 
because it has son in it. So wow. whoop her daughter. It has no patriarchy in that word. That's tough. Yeah. That's a tough I just one. remember hearing that. I don't yeah. think anyone actually used that. <laughs> I should hope not. But anyway, but then, oh yeah, okay. So, but then there was that whole The Rules mm-hmm. book, which was very much about like women have, you have to let yourself be chased. Oh, interesting. I, I didn't know oh, about this. Oh, you don't this. know about yeah, The Rules? Yeah, the Time-tested rules. secrets for capturing the heart of Mr. Wright? No. My grandmother sent me this book and it-, it Did Steve Harvey write this? No, okay. no, but he should have. Right, um, it was Missed these the two women, and one of them later got divorced. I think, which was mm-hmm. um, apparently she didn't she didn't follow her own rules. But it yeah. was like <laughs> keep an egg timer by the phone, never stay on the phone longer. I mean, it was like very specific and very kind of diabolical. Right, it was like we know that you're. Um, an enlightened career woman, but tell us, is your way working? And then it'd be like, um, you know, it'd be like, it would have, uh, uh, like, let us tell you about our friend Jan. Jan is a very successful uh, dentist, and she went away with, or she was following the rules, and her boyfriend, um, you know, Fred, finally, you know, asked her out on a romantic trip within the first you know, whatever months they say that, like, he has to ask, you know, and then, like, she stayed on the phone with him too long and then he broke it off with her. Okay. Like, basically, always leave them wanting more. So, always. Uh, sure, make, ex- make yourself a little unavailable. A very, yeah, sure. but very, like, very elaborate game plan. Like, don't okay. accept a weekend date after Wednesday. Like, right. it just go, go against your instincts on every level. Mm-hmm. So, there was that book, which really took it too far. Sure. But I feel like that kind of began, uh, that was. The first thing I remember where th- that was saying, ladies, don't ask men out. Okay. Because uh, it doesn't work. And I have kind of come around to believe that to be the case, that it's better if you let him chase you. Now, I don't think that you can't ever show interest or anything. Mm-hmm. You can you can flirt and you can indicate that you would be open to hanging out or whatever, that sure. you would return the affection. But I do think it is better to let the guy do the pursuing because – if you ask a guy out mm-hmm. and he he'll he might say yes right but then you won't know if he likes you or not it, it just gets all murky and confusing well here's here's maybe what i would say is that i i would say that there's an age cutoff for this i think that if you are maybe if you're still in if you're in high school and college mm-hmm. i would say that maybe women feel free to ask men out because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, you probably should at a certain point in college. But I think that definitely, like, young guys who are just discovering dating for the first time, like, I think we're all clueless at that age, you know? And right. so let's let's make this as simple as possible. Yes. But, yeah, I think when you're out there in the adult world, you know, I wouldn't be upset if a woman asked me out. But, yeah, I don't know. It's like you kind of know when to ask a woman out mm-hmm. at a certain age, right? Yeah. I well, think so too. Okay, I, so yeah. here's the thing. I've just never heard a guy talk about someone that they're super into right. and it turns out that she's the one who asked him out. Like I've just I don't think I've ever heard that story. Maybe yeah. once or twice, but for the most part if you're talking to a guy, there'll be someone that he's into and then there'll be the woman who's pursuing him and they're not the same person. Yeah. No, and, and I think that there is when the – if the guy asks out and the woman accepts, that's maximum clarity. Yes. You know, because I mean I guess women do accept dates sometimes when they're feeling uncomfortable but more mm-hmm. often than not – like I think that a guy should know when to ask and a woman should know when to say no thank you. Right. I think that's kind of a two-way street. But yeah, in general, I'm I'm fine with that being – Usually how it should work. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's not even so much the asking out as much as just let let the guy pursue you. 
yeah. is what I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I might, I might say that that flirting is a little bit of a two-way street, especially yeah. oh, like, f- oh, sure, especially if you're doing your initial flirting online, which yeah. you know, as as kind of silly as that is to say, it's like it's kind of realistic to say that, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you'll meet and then there's three days of Facebook banter before the ask out, right? So yeah, I mean, I think that you know, a woman should keep up that end of the of the uh, you know agreement, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that guys should should ask out yeah i mean i think that what i would do is like i would hang out with someone and then i would get home and then maybe i'd call them up and be like you know i i'm going to this concert and i have a plus one Mm -hmm. i apparently i did that a lot because that just came out so naturally because i covered music so i i would often like be on the list for bands or or to go see bands because in my job and stuff and so i would invite them and i think that at that point if they liked me at all, somehow it went away in that because yeah. it's like there wasn't even any, oh, I like, he didn't have a chance to be like, I like her. I would like to ask her out again. I wonder if she'll say yes. or You know what I mean? It's like yeah. the second that, I mean, I was just very forward, well, but God, not aware that that was push- could be pushing people away. You know, it's so funny. I um, For the longest time, I did uh, movie coverage for Fuel TV. I did that for six years and some change. And uh, part of, like, before you go to a press junket, you have to see an advanced screening mm-hmm. of the movie. So, God, that was... Uh, God, that was... The the best dating, like, lubricant was that, like, I've got a, I've got a plus one to this movie that isn't out yet. Right. That was just great. And it was a great way to, like, kind of feel out you know, whether the person was interested or not before yeah. the official ask out. Anyway, mm-hmm. I miss that. I miss those I miss those advanced movies. Yeah, I know. Good for dating. Good for dating. Yeah, I was thinking about that lately. I was thinking that uh, I miss the the perks of being of being with a publication. Oh, and sure. And, like, granted, I could probably, put, probably throw my Adam Carolla show weight around, but I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would even do that. Like, hi, I'm, I would like to see your thing. Where, where where can I pick up my free tickets like that? Yeah. I, I, maybe I'll talk about it on the podcast. Maybe I won't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, but I don't. I don't do that. Do you do? Uh, do you do clout? Do you know what that is? Clout oh, with a K. I mean, I don't. I, on Twitter, sometimes I'll see my clout score, but I yeah, don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what doing clout means. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a drug. It's a okay. street drug. Then no. That's named after the social network. Right. Oh, sometimes you can get free stuff from that. I've gotten some nice headphones from there. What, how do you do it? Uh, they like. Uh, what do you do? So Cloud is this website where you put in your Twitter, you put in your Facebook and whatever other social network you're part uh-huh. of, and they give you a score uh, based on your worth. Right. They as measure a your value as a person and put a I number to it. That's what Twitter was. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. measuring your value. Well, this is a more specific number. Okay. Um, so yeah, and then if uh, and then I guess companies want to send perks to oh, movers and God. shakers in I've hopes that you on will that. tweet about and it? Facebook about it. Yeah. Do you have to write about it and do uh, stuff? About it? <laughs> I I have <laughs> look. Yes. Now, am I going to get something for nothing or something for something? I need to know. I have I have not written about any of the perks I've gotten, and I feel awful about it. Hmm. I just feel like a schmuck. I mean, I don't think I can bring myself. So you have to sign up, though, so they know where to send this stuff, Yes. Right? Okay. So my Twitter vanity is trumping my guilt right now, and I have a ton of Twitter vanity. Like, I want my Endless, feed to yeah. be pristine. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, doing a promotional tweet like, thanks for the Sony headphones, hashtag great tunes, like, right. something that they would want you to put. Right. I don't think I could bring myself to actually tweet okay. that, but I am feeling really guilty that I got the headphones. And I haven't said anything about but you, it. But you've talked them up on this podcast, though. Hey, there you there go. There you go. Job done. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sony. 
Gary, asking women asking men out thoughts. I, I agree with a lot of what you guys have said. Um, I read when I read that email. I took your. I, I was thinking about what I thought you meant originally, which was that. Yeah, I, I could see. I could see myself being asked out and saying yes, not being interested, just mm-hmm. just trying to be nice, right. and then getting caught into a situation where that doesn't necessarily where that keeps going so and i think there could be a situation where um and this one is still hard for me to fathom but where the guy will say yes and he'll even hook up with her and because he likes her fine enough but he doesn't want a relationship with her you know like and that will be really confusing yeah i guess that if she were i guess that's that's a tough part too is that yeah if a girl asks out and it does lead to sex is like oh oh is this guy just well because you know that she likes you when she asks you out so so you know there are certain guys like there are some guys who won't have sex with someone that they're that they don't have an intent to have a relationship with but they're few and far between yeah, totally. And it seems. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the God, and this is this is this is borderline sexist, but I'll say it because I think it probably has some truth to it. I think the kind of female version of that is like flirting with a guy on Facebook that they have no interest in. Yeah, it seems like we both kind of you know both sexes like attention. Guys like sexual attention primarily, and women just kind of like. You know, attention, general. Attention. Yeah, you know, your great attention. So yeah, I think I think I think after a certain age. We should all be polite enough to know how to nip that stuff in the bud. Like, guys, don't have sex with a girl you're not interested in. Uh, you know, if it seems like she's interested and girls don't don't uh, constantly Twitter at a guy you like. Right. Or, or, or a guy that likes you even though you're not interested. Right. Although I do think that there is something to the, well, but I have a boyfriend or I have a girlfriend or I have a husband or I have a wife so the other person should know that it doesn't mean anything thing. Like, I think that... Yeah. Well, maybe. I was it seems, say, it seems like it's a. It seems like it's... Unless the other person is very, you know, if you know that they know, but it seems a, it seems a little mean. Oh, is yeah. Is all I'm saying. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Because I, what I was first thinking is, well, I would probably feel more free to flirt now because I have... I have a yeah. boyfriend, so I don't mean anything by it. But then I think, but no, I don't. I don't typically do much online or any online flirting, sure. really. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think I think I think we all know where the line is, mm-hmm. and if we say we don't, we're probably bullshitting, you know. Yes. And I think we know what the, you know, I think once people get to a certain age, you know, you know what's appropriate and what's not. So. Right. So Gary, in the in the situation where the girl would ask you out and you would say yes to be nice, then what would what would ultimately happen i i don't know this is a hypothetical situation it's never happened but like i could i could just i could imagine myself letting that continue to go on and and, you know i wouldn't say yes to somebody who i wasn't at all interested Mm -hmm. in but um i have a tendency or have had a tendency in the past to think you know maybe there's more there that i just haven't seen yet and then when it turns out there's not then I'm in a bad situation where I've been on four dates with this girl and there's not enough there for me to actually want to continue dating her. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah. And then do you tell her or do you do the fade out? Because I have a friend who he doesn't believe in – he <clears throat> thinks fading out is unkind. So he'll sure. just tell people. like, and, and he catches shit for it though. And then yeah. he'll point to this other friend he has who like always has this swarm of women who yeah. are sort of swirling around him. Oh, that he hasn't 
that he's tried to fade out from. Well, he this other guy never ends anything. He's like kind, right. he's he's kind of sociopathic almost. Oh, totally. And women just flock to him and no one's ever upset with him because he just never he's just always he's just unreliable, yeah. but he always extends that hope whereas my friend who's more straightforward like he'll dash the hope he feels like that's ultimately more kind yeah boy you know i mean definitely something definitely one of my worst qualities in a relationship and the one and you know this this living with situation that i mentioned earlier was like not not knowing when to tell someone no and this is done and i'm not interested i think it you know comes from being a little bit of a doormat i don't think it's necessarily you know being a sociopath who wants no, you know, no. Often it's just not wanting to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, but definitely that is something that I had to learn very recently is just how to nicely let someone down. And yes, that sucks, and it's a really hard conversation to have, and it's awful, and it's never fun. And definitely the days leading up to it are the yeah. fucking worst. I feel uncomfortable just thinking about it. But yeah, just that that yeah that that bailing is awful. I that, yeah, it's it's bad. I think that I think that you know eh, I've. I think that you sometimes you both know that it's time to bail, but I think if one person is more into it, which after a certain age you should just know, then you should have a conversation. Yeah. That fucking sucks. It just fucking sucks. Uh, anyway. I know. I, I've done the conversation thing in every similar situation to this that I've been in, and it fucking it's a miserable. It, it's the yeah, worst no, I mean, it's, thing God, it took me an embarrassing, uh, an embarrassingly long amount of time. Uh, to learn how to break up with somebody like it's just a weird skill that sometimes you don't get and when you're you know when you're kind of a people pleaser you're kind of a doormat you just get fucking bad at it and it just it makes people's lives miserable for sure so what have you learned yeah just i mean there's there's no trick other than fucking sack it up like it's (laughs) awful and then like the two days when you know when you know you're about to break up with someone are they're they're awful and i think if you're an empathetic person and if you have a soul like it's awful that's the worst yeah totally but you know just just a weird sack it up kind of thing yeah i wish there was a tip i even googled online like i seriously (laughs) googled how to break up with someone yeah and it's just hard so yeah it's just and but you know i think that you know and it's like (laughs) you always the the breakup you envision is the time you were dumped when you were 16. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's crushing. But, you know, you just have to remember like, oh, I've been broken up with before and it's been shitty, but I've lived. And you just have to assume that that person has also been broken up with before. Right. You know, right. they're in their 20s or 30s and you have to assume, eh, they've had this before and it's terrible, but hopefully we can run into each other at a bar and it's not a nightmare. So. The times that you have done it, has the other person been surprised? Uh yes, I think I I I think I have definitely sprung it on some people, mm-hmm. and it's awful. That's that's that's. I mean, yeah, that's the worst when they're like, "What?" Yeah, and it's happened to me too. It's happened to me recently too. Yeah. So I know how much it how much it hurts. Um. So yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a little skill. Steve Harvey should write a book. Yeah. How to maybe if I was wearing a a blue pinstripe suit, it would be better. You think? Like Steve Harvey? Mm-hmm. I just assume he has his shit together when it comes to relationships. Right. Right. Gary? Um, yeah, I've, I've sprung it on somebody before, and that really sucked. But what was worse was the next time, I think I've talked about this before on this show, was the next time I made a phone call and like was like, let's let's meet up tonight. But where I wanted to meet up was weird. And it was like obvious that this was going to be <laughs> let's like, meet at breakup point. <laughs> no, like, like, let's go have a drink at the Daily Grill at 630. Like, that's that's weird. But like, Ooh. I was trying to soften the blow a little bit. 
like... I mean, who doesn't love the Daily Grill? Well, apparently she showed up <laughs> at the Daily Grill at 3.30 and drank with her friends until oh, I got there. Oh, no. Because she knew what was coming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I walked in. Oh, okay. In, so like, it's not that into... like, oh, this will be fun. He'll join us. No. <laughs> We're already... No, it was worse. It you was... got to catch up, Gary. I walked into, a, <laughs> oh, I walked no, into I a furious drunk person who yeah. just unloaded on me. Oh, no. And I'm uh, I'm the guy who sat there and took it. Yeah. That's a nightmare. It was. That it is was, a fucking nightmare. It was fucking rough. It was Christmas time, and it was uh, all decked out. And there were wait, was it the Daily Grill at Fashion Island? I know this one. It was fucking rough. That was that was one of the hardest things ever. Yeah. You know, I think this is, God, this this might this might come across as cold, but I don't know. I think on the phone. Well, I was gonna say you don't have to drive to a place. Say, you don't have the, to drive home. That is a particularly ugh, thing when I think about having to it, setting up the breakup. Yeah. Because there's that time where they're gonna wonder what's going on, and ugh. Yeah. So maybe I don't know, but then I feel like people people bitch about being broken up with over the phone. Yeah, but people bitch about being broken up with. I yeah. think they just hate it no matter what. Right. I think that any way you tell somebody, right. I mean, yeah, don't do a Facebook message, don't do a Twitter at, yeah. don't put "I'm breaking up with you" on your Pinterest board. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think a phone call is maybe the best. You don't yeah. have to. That other person doesn't have to right. look sexy. You know. Yeah. Cause, you know. And then they don't – yeah, you can sort of hide your reaction. Sure, yeah. And you can – you know, you can be in your home. You can be in your house. You can cry into your pet. You right. can hold your pet up to your face. Do you have a pet? I have a cat, yeah. Mm. What's your cat's name? Bug. Bug. Why? Uh, just when – I got her at a shelter and her name was Sugarcane at the shelter, which is, is a fucking terrible name yeah. that an old lady who works at a shelter gives to a cat. Pretty much. So, yeah, just I got her home for a couple of days and she would always like kind of go crazy when there was a fly in the house. So, uh-huh. Bug. Nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, I think it might be time to do some Just Mirror Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Yeah, T says, I purposefully, no, purposely. Is purposely a word or is purposefully a word? I mean, purposefully, I've lost... but I okay. we understand. Yeah, thank you. Uh I exercise in dirty clothes. Why sweat in clean clothes? Sweat in dirty clothes. Yes, I do that as well. And just to uh, to one better you, I don't always see the point of putting on deodorant or antiperspirant before I work out. If I'm like right, if sure. I'm working out at home or something, um, or even if I'm going to the gym, because I feel like I'm just going to hop in the shower right afterwards. And then sometimes you, you guys don't have this problem, but sometimes the deodorant will like clump up on the razor if you're shaving your armpits and mm-hmm. it's just ugh, and you can't get a close shave. Armpits in general, shaving armpits in general, not enough people talk about the difficulty involved. It just it, I you, bet it's, yeah, it seems like a, it's a yeah. sensitive area. It's soft. And it's, it's like hard. An inside of a kiwi. Oh god. Yeah. Imagine shaving the inside of a kiwi. Yeah. Like it's hard a to sexy, get that angle. Fuckable kiwi. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I, I I sympathize with women. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Good job, women. So yeah, I, I'll I'll exercise in. Uh, I won't put on clean clothes to exercise always. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I even sometimes grab the grab the exercise shorts out of the hamper. Mm. And I think it was something I had to admit to myself was that like, you look goofy while you're exercising you're not a cut guy you're not you know <laughs> you don't you don't run well uh you don't you certainly don't look good when you're doing yoga just fucking wear dirty clothes like this is not a fat you know oh you do i forgot you do yoga yeah i do and yeah <laughs> so i will yoga? i'm still doing yoga yeah uh-huh. and are I you will, still loving it uh yeah i am it's been great it's been really therapeutic for sure 
Great. Uh, I've got to get in on some of that, some of that yoga action. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's good for your mood. It's really like helped my mood in the past couple months. My mood needs help. Does it? Yeah, yeah. I've been sort of um, in like a foul holiday bah humbug. Oh, I'm sorry. Bleh, it's because you don't understand Portal. It's probably Portal right. frustrating you. That's right. It's weighing on me. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I definitely started yoga when I was in a re- at a real low low. Um, and just people suggested it as kind of a natural you know, way to get your low higher. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been absolutely true. All right. Let's try it. Uh, But yes, and I, yeah, so I I realize how I look doing it, and I realize (laughs) that wearing dirty clothes, wearing clean clothes would not make me more attractive doing yoga. Yeah. Anyway. There you go. All right. Too Rude 89. Drop an ice cube on the kitchen floor every time I grab a handful from the freezer. I don't know that I, I haven't noticed that, but I feel like I do because I feel like there's always a, a runaway ice cubes just skating across the kitchen floor. Oh, you know, I feel like I'm mostly barefoot in my kitchen, so I'm afraid of slipping and falling. So mm-hmm. anytime there's moisture on the kitchen floor, I fucking attack it. So uh, okay. I have a lot of – so no, okay. not me. Okay. Uh, Justin B. Williams, I make bets with my brain. Example, I bet I can get to that piece of sidewalk before that car passes me, and that means I win. Yes, I do that all the time. Um, uh, and not always – but it's not like I win. It's like – my brain will want to say, if I can't do this by this, this something bad will happen. And then I stop myself and I say, don't do that to yourself, self. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I do not do this. You don't do any of this. I don't. Uh-uh. None of this. Not even I. Not even like if I can make a basket with this Kleenex, anything like that. Yeah. No, I feel like all of my zoning out is internal. I feel like it doesn't have anything to do with the world around me. Huh. Uh, which is maybe I just while I'll the world be around hit me by with a car. Meaning. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, not me. I kind of I go inside when I'm zoning right. out. Right. How introspective. Hmm. Gary, do you do the mind bet kind of thing? No, not really. Uh, Ray Romano was talking about yeah. that on Adam's show. I mean, maybe a little bit, but there's definitely no winning or consequences ever. It's like, you know, I can get through this part of this mall without stepping on any of the cracks, <laughs> but, it's, but I'm not going to break my stride to do it. Like, I don't know, weird shit so like that. So you mean you can just be reading a magazine or book and you can close it without having to end on a certain word? Fuck yeah. <laughs> of course. Well, look who's sane. All right. Freya says, <laughs> Sorry. when using the PC, I have to open the apps in a particular order so that they're in their usual place on the start bar. No, I don't do that. That's a that's a, an exclusively Windows thing. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I do not keep a tidy PC. Some of your some of your listeners sound a little OCD. That's kind of what this is about. Yeah. Okay. Um, Laney five two four. Just me or everyone? If I hear a guy admit he sits to pee, sometimes I'm like, "What's wrong with you?" Um. Just last night, I was actually talking with Daniel about the whole sitting to pee thing, and I was asking him if he ever does, and he was saying. Um, I love that I'm telling everyone this, but it's not really embarrassing. He said only if he's, for some reason, trying to be very quiet will he sit to pee. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, why wouldn't you just always sit to pee? Well, maybe it's easier to just stay. I, I was actually asking him, does he love urinals? Because yeah. I a lot of I feel like it's come up more than once, men who want a urinal in their own home. Mm-hmm. And I was th- I was like I don't understand what's the big mm. the big whoop with the urinal. You know something. There's a lot of questions I have about men something and peeing. That, yeah, something I've been noticing lately is I have a very small bathroom, so the you know the tub and the toilet are very close. Mm-hmm. 
I will sometimes just pee in the tub for no reason, and I don't know why I'm doing it. Is it I'm while you're it. sitting on the toilet? Because that would be time-saving. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm number twoing yeah. in the toilet while firing a number <laughs> one in the bathtub. Right. That That's would just be showing space. off. Yeah, That's when I would want my significant other in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Look what I'm doing. When you're putting on a show. I'm amazing. <laughs> I'm like the musical fountain at the Grove. <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry for the L.A. specific joke. It's okay. Everyone's in the entertainment industry who listens. Oh, that's Remember, right. I forgot this was a podcast. trade. This was the yeah. Hollywood Reporter of podcasts. Right, right. Uh, yeah, I don't sit down to pee, but I will pee in the bathtub for no reason, like once a month. Is it because you don't you don't have to concentrate on aim? Is it just because you can? I don't maybe, understand. yeah. Maybe it's if I just want to let it, let it spray. Right. And I don't feel like aiming. Okay. Maybe. But I, 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 I don't know. I don't know why it happens. It's just kind of one of those things. Right. It's like like a falling star. Now I make a wish every time I pee in the bathtub. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Do you actually make a wish when you blow out your birthday candles? I don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. I, I do. Although it's been a while since I've had birthday candles. Yeah. I guess. I can't remember the last time I had birthday really? candles. Yeah. I feel like I feel like my my birthdays my birthday celebrations have all been in bars recently, and it's oh. like I get. Well, maybe I should get one of those flaming shots. Yeah. Blow that out. And make a wish. Yeah. You need to do the birthday candle thing. I should. Come on. Otherwise, your birthday won't actually be recognized. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Molly Ayers. I get self-conscious eating an ice cream cone in public. <laughs> yes. Ben, I would. It's been a really long time since I've had an ice cream cone. I remember uh, in college going on a trip to Germany with a friend of mine and really being amazed that the German men, a lot of them just walked around with ice cream cones and like, you know, and these are, you know, these are generally a big masculine mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Uh, the women included, big masculine women. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, German women are lovely. Uh, but yeah, I always remember thinking like, oh, these guys are cool just cruising around with an ice cream cone. Um, yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> but uh, well, I hadn't thought about the fact that you're like licking something phallic. Yeah. But yeah. just I think in general, there's also the, there's just an awkward thing to eat. When it makes you look. Childlike, too. Yes. You know, it makes it's you like a seem giant lollipop. Like, right, exactly. You might as well be in a little sailor suit yes. if you're eating an ice cream and cone holding in public. a balloon. Holding a balloon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I think I think the dish is the most comfortable way to eat ice cream in public. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you don't need the extra carbs with the cone. No. You're having, a, <laughs> you're having a treat already. That's right. But if you were to get a cone, sugar cone or the yeah, sugar other cone, kind, sugar yeah, cone. the other kind, what is that? The cake what cone, they that? would call it. That's something that yeah. cuts up your gums. That's bullshit. <clears throat> okay. That's what that is. That is fucking bullshit. Yeah, that, that's my voice sounds good. DPNO10. When I wash the dishes and clean the kitchen after a meal, I feel like I'm imposing my will over the force, forces of chaos. Deep. Um, in the sense that I feel, oh, good, that's more clean, yes. In a greater sense, no, not really. Yeah, I mean, I feel good <laughs> after <laughs> yeah. cleaning up, but I don't feel like a god king or anything, yeah. which know, this seems to imply. I always feel really good after I shower, mm-hmm. and it makes me wonder, why don't I either shower more often, like two in a day? If I feel so good after I wash my hair the right. first time, why not do it again the second time or something, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. And I also wonder, if I feel so good after I shower, why on days off do I take so fucking long to get into the shower? Because I never spring out of bed, hop in the shower, and then sit around and watch TV or whatever. Like, on a day where I don't have to be anywhere, I'll really, really just sit around in my pajamas for a long time. Yeah. Huh. 
My I um I feel really good after I make a bag for Goodwill and then take it to the Goodwill. That Seriously? to me is like the greatest feeling of accomplishment. Really? Yeah, totally. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I'm a great person. Yeah. Gary. Uh yeah, no this no. Okay. I don't uh, think I, there are four words in this tweet that don't go along with cleaning in my mind. Forces of chaos. Forces of forces chaos. Of chaos. Yeah. Imposing your will. Imposing of will. But, like, you know, maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's kind of, this is the same philosophy as the guy, you know, making the game with walking along the street. It's like, w- will I get there before the car? Like, it seems like this person is imagining house cleaning as some sort of, like, Tolkienian journey. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's like yeah. he's he's... His doing the dishes is like throwing the, you know, ring into Mordor. Right. And I guess if you add that urgency, every day can be a little celebration. Yeah, I mean, I just need to tame the chaos of my clutter Sure, is what I'm thinking. Because I think I would feel that. Not just dishes, though, because that's something that I can handle. Mm-hmm. But like the crap that I, that I sh- can't handle. Mm-hmm. I think I'd feel more, uh, you know, centered. Okay, Dan the Dodge says, constant paranoia about my fly being down. Have to come up with ways to check without being noticed. Well, I don't have this. Uh, yeah. You guys? Yeah, totally. Uh, not really. I mean, I no, I'm not too paranoid about it. I put it, But then again, I don't know. Maybe this is because I've stopped wearing a lot of things. The jeans I've been wearing over the past few years are button fly, so mm. that doesn't really – it's not really an option. <clears throat> Sometimes here's way too much information. Please. Sometimes I will walk into a bathroom and I'll unzip the fly of my jeans, and then I'll be like distracted by my beauty in the mirror or something, sure. you know. And then I'll look at That's that. That's probably for a it's probably a real struggle for you every day. Like, you have no idea. Just how do I carry on when I can look at be my, fulfilled? Yeah, just I know. People have to cover up reflective surfaces around me, or else mm-hmm. I won't get anything done. <laughs> so, but then I'll, you know, go to <clears throat> take to take my pants down to, mm-hmm. and my fly will be down, and I'll think, oh, was I walking around like this? Yeah. But I, wa- I don't think I was. I think I just got waylaid. Sure. On my way to the whole going to the bathroom process. I hear you. All right, Jordan Rich says. When it starts to rain while driving, I leave the wipers off for as long until I can't see well. I do that too. I think it's because my wipers leave big streaks across my windshield. I, I need new wipers. So wait, wait, what is this guy saying? When it starts, when it to, starts rain, to rain, he waits as long as possible to turn the wipers on. Oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, when you're yeah. when it's just a couple of drops, you're you're smearing the window. Yeah, yeah this absolutely. is just this is just sensible. I think. Yeah, a right. sensible guy. Well, that was just mirror everyone, and we have a just mirror everyone closing song so i did my show live at the la podcast festival yes. with doug benson and greg proops awesome um and that episode is actually available for sales a premium episode Ooh. in the itunes store and um what, what, what are people dropping on this live episode a dollar 99 sounds like a great bargain uh, thank you yeah. i think so as well you greg proops doug benson and so they nearly two full hours it's yeah it's a what? lot of hilarity um but they uh, they really, you know how you're like, sounds like this is about OCD. They really felt it was about OCD. And <laughs> in fact, it almost torpedoed the segment, but in a kind of hilarious way. But like sure. the segment has never been under such scrutiny as this episode. But anyway, um, Greg Proops began singing a closing song for Just Me or Everyone. Oh my. And we have a chunk of it, which I think is funny. And here it is. Is That's it me? Is it everyone that has neurotic compulsions that compel them to tweet in the middle of the night when no one else is asleep and yet I feel that 
Allison can totally relate to these neurotic fucking musings of mine. <laughs> it's an endless song that starts again right now. Is it me or is it everyone? It's so good. It's it didn't even feel like you made it up now. I believe that it exists. There's favorite. pudding and it scares me. There's lights and they're afraid. There's a chicken on my stoop and there's a robin in the yard and there's a fucking thing that happened the other day when I was in my car. I feel like he could do more work on it. Great. Yeah, I mean, he's almost there. Putting I guess, in it scares me is my favorite part. Putting is, yeah, putting scares me is great. It's kind of a he has kind of a Lou Reedish quality to it. I he think really it's kind does. of a talk yeah. singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his own special style. Yeah, I like that he doesn't try too hard. Is it too late for me to do a quick? Is it oh just my me god! Or is it everyone? It's, no, it's not is it too, too late? late. Is it too late? No, Tell no, me if it's no, too late. No, I can no, save it. No, no, I'll come I'm on sorry. next week. <laughs> I... No, do it now. Okay. So, uh, pets? Do you have them? Uh, uh, I don't currently. Gary but... pets? Uh, family, yeah. Okay. And... Oh yeah, yeah, family, yeah. Okay, you have had pets. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I think we all, to a certain degree, do baby talk to our pets, right? Yeah. We all do some sort of animal talk. Sure. Um, but I feel like, and I do to my cat a lot, um, and I feel like, though, when I've parked, I have like, you know, sometimes two or three blocks after I've parked to get to my house, and I will start baby talking on the way from the car to the house in anticipation of seeing the cat. So I feel like I do two blocks of just going, hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> Were you asleep? Meow, 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 meow. Are you hungry? You want to do? You want to get the food? I'm just walking doing this. Are you practicing? I don't know. Maybe it's like stretching before, you know, before a workout. Because I'll or... do the thing sometimes where I'll say hello, hello a couple times before I answer the phone if I'm worried that, like, my voice hello, is scratchy. Hello, hello, ha, ha. Yeah, you'll do a little vocal d- warm-up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're do... a professional broadcaster. Right. But But this is just to answer the phone. Yeah. But still, yeah, I'll, t- I'll test the mic that's not there sometimes, you know. Okay. But this is – so are, do you think, feel like you're warming up or do you imagine your cat can hear you? I think I'm just so excited to see the cat. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, see, that's why I think that I – and I, we probably are going to get a puppy. But part of the reason is because I, I want that feeling of like, oh, my God, it's so exciting. I can't wait to get on it. Yeah. I know. But cats confound me. Yes. Because I'm allergic to them. Okay. So I don't, have, I don't know them well. So you've never bonded with a cat. No, not really. Mm-hmm. Except that, well, we had we sort of adopted the stray cat for a little while when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just, uh, just suffer through the allergies. But that oh. cat I liked. But so your cat is excited to see you or you're excited to see your cat upon it's, getting it's home. It's mutual. Yeah. yeah, she's a she's a super maybe o- overly affectionate cat. Yeah, because there's the whole people say that whole thing about how cats are independent. Yeah. How true is that? Um, I think to to varying degrees. You know, I think that obviously, I, yeah. I mean, it it it's weird. I think that if you don't have a cat, it's tough to explain the human cat bond mm-hmm. because cats don't just bond with whoever comes through the door. They're they're scared of new people when they come right. through the door. I mean, their cats are very into that territory, you know, of like creating that perimeter for themselves. Yeah. And when someone else comes in, it's weird for them. Uh, so, yeah. So I think if you have never had a cat, you just see a cat run from you when you want to pet it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think if you have cohabitated with a cat, you know, you know about that. You, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a it's a pretty special bond. You know, does your cat sleep on your face or anything? Uh, she would if I did not lock her out. Oh, does she does she cry when you lock her out? Totally. Now the other night we I heard this meowing. Mm-hmm. It was Thanksgiving Eve, uh, or maybe the next night. I heard this meowing that was so 
loud and so like, but it almost sounded like like helpless. It almost sounded like a kitten. Yeah. So I almost went to the door, and then Daniel was like, "Be careful." Yeah. It could be a, tra- could be a trap. Sure. I was like, "What kind of?" Tra-? I mean, but I appreciate that he sounds like a pretty like ingenious mugger. It really like, does. I'm going to play this kitten sound. Yeah. Some little old lady is going to come out. But it was seriously the loudest. Help, like helpless, crazy yeah. meowing I'd ever heard. And then he said it could be cat in heat. And I thought, is oh, that sure, what sure. they sound like? Yeah. Uh, have you been around a cat in heat before? Yeah, it's our childhood cat. Did a lot of like heat. No, I think you would know the heat yowling. What does it sound like? It's pretty scary. It's terrifying. Oh, it's terrifying? Yeah, it's not a help me. It's like a, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it's a help me by fucking me, other cats. Yeah, yeah, this was like I don't. I think it's more. I'm gonna have to go home. I and, think you uh, wouldn't. Google this sound, if you heard it, you wouldn't be. <laughs> you wouldn't be compelled <laughs> to go to the door. To go to the door, you would be like, "Oh, that's that's terrifying." Right. It's a monster. I don't know what this was. This was like yeah. the world's loudest kitten. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. But I will. I say bless you. Yeah. To my parents' dog when it sneezes, and I also say excuse me. If he's in my way, and then I catch myself, <laughs> and I just and being, the, I, being polite to an the animal. Same t- the, it's every good single practice. time it's good I say, yeah. every single time I say, <laughs> I'm talking to him like he can understand me. Yeah, because I catch myself talking to him. <laughs> Gary, do you speak to your dog, family dog? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I I don't do the uh, the in advance of getting there, but. Yeah, I'm the first thing I do when I get to my parents' house is find the dog. Well, she finds me. Yeah. What kind of dog is it? Uh, yellow lab. Oh, that's a real dog. Yep. My parents have a small. I like small dogs, sure. but they've taken quite a uh, beating on the Adam Carolla show of late. Yeah. I, I don't care about his... your piece of shit dog. We should fire those dogs <laughs> into the engines of some sort of something or other. And, um, yeah, mostly just I don't care about your piece of shit dog. Not my personal piece of shit dog, but just in general, your small piece of shit dog. Something I always, that always endeared Corolla to me, even growing up, was he's always, he's always had a you don't have to pick cats or dogs stance. Oh, my sneeze just got stuck in my nose. I hate You look like you're in pain. I have blue nose. Do you want to just jettison, we can just fucking cut this short because I know that today ruiner. No, it's okay. I'm okay. going to power through. I always like the, the person who's like, you don't have to be a cat person or a dog person. You can you can love an animal for its merits. But it mm-hmm. sounds like he's maybe taking a specific anti-dog stance. Anti-small dog. Anti-small dog. I think he might be anti-cat, though. Maybe he's oh, huh. flip-flopped. Maybe. No, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's no? Mitt Romney'd no. on his, on his pet uh, he didn't stance. S- he didn't say anything anti-cat recently? No. I mean, he may have said something anti-cat, but he is not against cats. He had a cat growing up. And his beef with small dogs was because somebody, a couple of people brought them to his house for Thanksgiving without asking. Oh, okay. Which I agree with him. That's, I mean. But I think in, gen- in general, he has a small dog beef. Yeah, he likes bigger dogs. I'm yeah. the same way. He likes bigger dogs. I don't have a problem with small dogs, but I like a dog. That, and he said this Everyone's before. Everyone's the same like a way until a Maltese steals your heart. <laughs> but but I don't want I don't want a dog. I'm you have that big... on a sweatshirt, right? You have yeah. that on a on a sweatshirt with puffy paint. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I'm a big guy, I would worry about kicking that thing and hurting sure. it or something. Like my my lab is never going to be hurt because I bumped into it. If if anything, the opposite is true. She's going to run into me and take me down. Yeah. And I like the I like the kind of dog that you can push over and roll on its side and like rub their belly and stuff. Like with a small dog like i i'll still do that because that's what dogs like for affection but i my hand just like i feel like i'm going to break it like i yeah. I, I want something sizable yeah gary gary needs a the gary sized dog 
I understand. You also probably you need you know you need a you need a bigger dog. You need a bigger piece of fruit to fuck. Listen, I, I was the one who said watermelon. Yeah, sure. I mean, you went to watermelon right away. I'm like, well, squash would be fine. Right. Fucking yeah, you went to kiwi. I went to kiwi. No, it says a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, I just, it's not very podcast professional to debate whether to do a segment or not. But you know what? I'm going to break the rules here. I can't decide whether to do Hey, Go Fuck Yourself or not. Because part of me just doesn't feel like delving into negativity when we are so all about positive fruit fucking. Sure. What you're shaking your head? Are you saying which? Which I don't know what. I'm voting now. All right, let's save it. It'll work for next time. I think it will too. Yeah, Ass- assholes will be there forever. That's right. And Asshole- if you're not feeling yeah. like it'll be therapeutic for you, right? Don't do it. Yeah, because isn't that kind of partially the point of go fuck yourself? It it's is. Just to be a cleanse? It's a, yeah, hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah, except that sometimes like you might be feeling like what you don't want to go to. You just call it go fuck yourself. Oh, okay, hey, yeah. go fuck yourself. Thank Excuse you. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, because sometimes. Um, you know, you might not feel like going to therapy, but mm-hmm. then you do, and you're glad you did. So sometimes you don't know what's best for you. Okay. But I think this one will wait anyway. Sure. Um, but I do think we should at least hear the 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 this. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. People need to hear that. Okay. Just in case they're thinking of being a jerk or anything. <laughs> well, gosh, Jordan Morris. Well, Al, can I just ask you a real quick Please, question? Do you, you think sure people can. are now trying to get on Hey, Fuck Your- hey Go Fuck Yourself? Do you think you invite more negativity by having a segment? I actually don't. Okay. I don't. Um, and why don't I think that? Because you're right. I don't know. I don't know why, but I don't think that that's the case either. Okay. Yeah. I worked on a web show for a while that um, – had a lot of like got a lot of negative attention in the comics what uh, in show the was comments this? uh this was KLOL the internet's local news okay uh a very funny show that is still online but that got canceled um and you know it had a huge problem with negative comments and you know the producers were like oh let's do something funny where we talk about the worst comments and i guess my instinct was that like oh then people are going to keep being awful because they yeah. want to get on the show anyway yeah no i don't think this is that, although I do think if you engage with negativity on Twitter, that can encourage people. Sure. Um, but I think that it's like for someone to be encouraged by this, they would have to be listening because it's pretty deep in the show. Like they'd have to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sure. people worry that like they'll say something like, oh, God, I hope I'm not. And I'm like, honestly, if you're worried about being in that <laughs> right. seg- in a uh, hey, go fuck yourself, sure. you're not going to be. And does most of your does most of your material come as response to something you said on Corolla? A lot of it does. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Sure. A lot of it does. But then some of it. Nah, I maybe all of it. Yeah. OK. You're right. All right. Well, gosh. Well, great. Well, gosh seems to be how I how I try to wrap up these days. Golly. I was unaware. <laughs> gosh. Uh, there it is. Third time. Jordan Morris, where yes. can people find you on Twitter? I'm at Jordan underscore Morris. Okay. Was there a Jordan no underscore Morris? There was. Uh, she's a very nice um, mixed race gal in Atlanta. Loves Vampire Diaries. <laughs> she sounds great. She's a, she's a real treat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, okay. That's where we so can find go, you on Twitter? Yeah. Go there to Jordan with no underscore Morris if you want to hear about Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. But go to Jordan, un- Jordan underscore Morris yeah. if they want to hear about headphones no yeah and you will not get any headphone tweets but i'll do lots of little jokes and promote things that i'm a part of yeah and they they can listen to you on jordan jesse go they can which is um on maximum fun yes the network uh maximumfun.org or in itunes yeah in itunes and uh do you have a website that you want to uh no twitter go to maximumfun.org uh 
listen to Jordan Jesse go. Yeah, that should do it. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for this having me. This has been fun. It has been really fun. Um, and uh, hang on. Hang on. This is the sound I make. Um, oh, yeah. I want to tell you guys again. <laughs> this has been a super tight podcast that I think. Uh, just... I'll take responsibility for a lot of that, especially this last one. That was me. It's just that you're typing slow. <laughs> and in all caps, do you have you noticed? This is almost just me, everyone. Do you write in all caps? Um, Handwrite? Because some, some oh. guys like only write in all caps. I don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I don't either, but I've noticed that that's a dude thing. Interesting. But no. Gary doesn't either, does he? I do at times, but in general, no. But Definitely. you're always shouting. Yeah. So you just bring that convention over from the internet. Right. Right. All right. Um, yes, but I just wanted to remind you guys, if you want to hear the full-length Greg Proop song and mm. other stuff, yeah. uh, go to the iTunes store. It's in the comedy section, comedy album section, and get the uh, live from L.A. Podcast Festival with Doug Benson and Greg Proops episode. And if you're going to buy anything on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, uh, why not click through the banner on my site, alisonrosen.com, and it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps out the show. Okay. Um, Thank you again for doing this. This was fun. Thanks for having me. I like listening to the show a lot. And it's a real, it's a treat to be on it. It's always exciting to get to go on one of your favorite podcasts. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And for people who don't know, you were supposed to be on the episode with uh, Jesse, whose name I crossed out, but then you couldn't. And so now, now all is right in the world. Thank you. It's nice. It's nice to know that I wasn't just a a consolation prize to having Jesse on. You certainly were not, girlfriend. I appreciate it. Okay. Girlfriend. Um, (laughs) uh, All right, you guys. I love you, and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.
This is Corolla Digital.